Do you mind? and femmes. This one is a two-parter. I chatted to Yara. Um, We chatted for far too long, although it could have gone on much longer. Um, Expect to see her back sometime soon. Um, But in this one, we chat about, uh, well, in both episodes, this and the next, we chat a lot about our our medical experiences and ignorance uh, towards women in those cases and um, a lot of our personal experiences to do with the fact that we are um, people with vaginas, people with the uterus that have had a few, you know, negative interactions with people in various industries and professions. Um, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of cynicism and sarcasm. Um, we have quite a laugh. So yeah, stick around for part two. Um, but I hope you enjoy. Hello. Uh, I'm Yara. I'm a musician. Um, I'm originally from Palestine and currently I'm living in Nam in Melbourne. Um, and I am a performer, singer, songwriter and uh, producer and sound engineer. Currently I'm studying um, audio at Box Hill Institute in Nam. Um, and I have PCOS and I'm down to one ovary. <laughs> One over each, Jesus. Um, (laughs) Great. Um, Yeah, well, I kind of wanted to start with that whole um, PCOS storyline, I guess, Um, because I I think I was chatting to you about it anyway. I I got diagnosed myself recently, Um, Mm. but... Uh, would I would it be right to say that you kind of had a, a somewhat fortunate experience in terms of like finding out about oh, it? Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Because you, I think I was listening back to the other episode we did for Backbeat, and you said you know your dad's a GP, and you know he yeah. kind of he kind of had an inkling. Um, are you? Yeah. Could you recount that whole story? Yeah. So I, um, I'm so so lucky that my parents at the time both worked in um in the medical field um my dad's a gp and he used to be a surgeon back in palestine um and i had been on the pill since i was like 16 mm-hmm. um and then i i didn't like being on it so much so i came off it around 20 mm-hmm. um and a lot of like <laughs> weird stuff started popping up like and I thought it was all like symptoms of getting off the the pill it was you know I was getting a lot of acne putting on some weight um growing excessive hair on my face and my body um and I just you know put it all towards the pill thing mm. and the biggest thing for me was depression had popped up real badly like a lot of mood swings as well and I was just like, okay, this is just, I have to write it out for the next, I don't know, year or two and just <laughs> try my best to survive it. Yeah. And and then my dad hadn't picked up on all of these details and was like, I think we should get you um, checked out um, to just get your ovaries checked, get a, get a, um, 
an ultrasound, I think it was. Yeah, yep. And I was like, yep, sure, no worries. I was working hospo heavily at the time and studying performance and I was so, so busy. I didn't, I didn't have time for anything, but um, I was just home um, in, in the country with my parents and I just got um, checked then um, on, the, on a weekend. And then um, when they were checking it, they... What happened? Oh, they yeah, they checked it. I went home to Melbourne um, and I was on my way to work and I got a call from dad and he was like, you you should you should cancel work and come home like now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? Why would I do that? Um, <laughs> I'm so poor. <laughs> he was like, um, you have polycystic ovaries and which I thought you would. And also you've got a very large cyst growing on your right ovary on top of it. Mm. Um, And we don't know if it's benign or cancerous. So um, it could pop at any moment. Like when it reaches that size, it usually pops. Mm. And if it's cancerous, you're dead. So yeah. Yeah. So get home, please. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I did that. And like within that month, um, I got some more checkups and had booked surgery um, to get the cyst removed. And it was like quite chaotic a little bit before that. I was like, the the doctor was telling me, um, who's a male doctor Mm -hmm. that uh, like the surgeon, sorry, I booked with was like, um, it was really bad communication with what I remember actually. Like it was like, um, so we've just got to see, um, what did he say? It was like, if, yeah, so the, the most important thing is like, we've got to check if the, the cyst is cancerous or not. So we'll be removing the cyst and your ovary. But if we check it in the middle of the surgery um, and we find out that it's, you know, cancerous after removing it, then we'll also, we may also remove your other ovary and your uterus, like just depending on what we find. You just might get a whole hysterectomy. Casually. Yeah, just while we're, at, yeah. Yeah, while we're in there. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Thank I, you, Carden. Yeah. And like me with the freaking two serotonin cells I had left, <laughs> just like bawling my eyes. Um, and then I spoke to my dad about it and he was like, no, that's not, that's crazy. That's not going to happen. Like, I don't know why he communicated it to, like that to you. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, they can't do that. Yeah. Um, it would have to be a separate surgery. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, radio. Um, yeah, had the surgery. They took the cyst out, took the ovary out, and it just turned out to be precancerous. Right. So I had time, which was good. Yeah. But if it was left for like another year or so, it could have been pretty bad, I think. Yeah, right. So that was like as stressful as it was for, I don't know, three, four weeks. That's a very good scenario. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, that is super, 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 super lucky and privileged. And I'm very thankful, but that's not the case for literally anyone else. No, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Is there anything about that whole experience that you would change if you could, or are you pretty like, I'll, I'll take what I can? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I, the only thing I would change is like, I would, I would have loved to know that this thing even existed. Oh, I would love to have, yeah, to have like, 
I didn't. I, that was the first time I'd ever heard of it. I'd never oh, heard of PCOS. Poly- yeah, I'd really? never, heard, never. Wow. Okay. I was 21. Yeah. And I had no idea that it was never mentioned at the Catholic school that Catholic? I went to. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a bit of sense then. Well, also, <laughs> actually, I did half half of my high schooling um, in a public school and the other half in a Catholic school. And it was mentioned in neither. No. Of course. Why would no. it be? And, <laughs> I, and I've had sex education at the public school, but I didn't get sex education at the Catholic school, yeah. which is a whole other interesting yeah. um, kettle of fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, um, what's the word? Abstinence. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what we're taking. Yeah. Yep. Taking. <laughs> <laughs> that's my pill. <laughs> yeah. That's your uh, prescription. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is so, that's interesting. I, because I mean, I didn't know a lot about it, but I definitely knew it existed at that age. Um, yeah. Like I was aware of it. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of why I'm here is largely because a lot of this type of education isn't, you know, no. known. It's not, it's not well known. Um, yeah. And it's, it can be life changing to know, <laughs> you know? Truly. Yeah. Because like that's that is essentially what was wrong with me physically for a very very long time. Mm. Um, I've you know I wasn't a very active kid, mm-hmm. and I ate reasonably okay, but I didn't know that certain things could affect me the way that they could. Right. Like with PCOS, you know, it's a lifestyle thing to yeah. to treat it to maintain it. Yeah. You have to have a certain amount of exercise every day and eat the right things. Yeah to avoid um shit happening yeah so but I was yeah I had no idea and I you know I was like I'm a musician I'm not a sporty kid (laughs) (laughs) I don't I'm a band kid I'm not a jock (laughs) literally I really categorized myself um which is so silly um it's what happens in high school it does yeah um yeah well it was same though like I was I mean, I, I think I did netball for a few years, but I definitely packed on the pounds in high school and I wasn't a particularly active teenager mm. at all. And, and yeah, having gotten my diagnosis within the last six months, it was a few months ago, um, I mm. wanted to investigate seven years ago and they told me not to bother. What? Yeah. I, I asked because I when I got my period. I don't anymore because of the, I get the depot injections, um, which I'm lucky it stops my period altogether. Um, Mm. but before that, when I was just getting my period, like a normal teenager, I had like severe, severe, severe pain. Um, Mm. I couldn't go to school. I couldn't go to work. I'd be on the floor crying in the fetal position for hours. Like it was ridiculous. And it got to the point where in this, in the exact same appointment, uh, where I was like, I think I want to investigate endometriosis. The woman, woman, by the way, female doctor, oh, no. even worse, um, said, I don't think it's worth investigating. You won't find anything. It's pointless. I don't think what you're describing is anything to do with that. It's just a bad period. But here's endone. Oh. Here's some endone to manage your period pain, which... I don't know if you know much about endone itself. Very little, but sounds intense. It's a it's it's an opioid. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the tablet form of morphine. Oh my god! It is highly addictive. It's a highly addictive painkiller. Um, 
they do for not. period pain. For period pain. But she was like, no, 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 there's no problem. You don't have an issue. But here's this. I'm telling you I have an issue. Yeah, like, bitch. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, to find out like a few months ago only because I was like, hmm, I wonder what my body's doing without getting this injection because I started getting it in that, that same day I got that the prescription for the injection. And so for like, yeah, five, I think six years, I haven't had a period until like November just gone, I think. Wow. Um, because I was like, hmm, I wonder what my body's doing without any kind of hormonal influence or, you know, drugs. Um, and so I came yeah. off it and then I got my first period again and it wasn't painful at all. Well, it was crampy, but that was it. But they kept coming every two weeks. Jesus. And I was like, this isn't normal. And so I went to my family doctor and he was like, we need to investigate <laughs> yep. straight away. He was like, okay, that doesn't sound right to me. We're going to, he had me go get an internal ultrasound and a blood test and all these bits and pieces. And yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you've got polycystic ovary syndrome. I was like, okay. see, that's what I mean. Like, why does it, I think, unless the doctor has known you for a very long time, mm. they won't even think of polycystic ovaries or, or no. endo. Like, why is that? Like, I feel like even my dad, bless his soul, mm. I wonder if he like diagnoses people that come to him with that or like before this whole thing had happened. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if he thinks of that. Yeah. Like it's something that is towards the end that they think of, which is like systematically, I think mm. it sounds because even like a woman doctor was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Probably not. <laughs> but like to not even bother investigating at all right. like when I'm reporting severe yeah. pain and, and I was like 16, I think I was 16 turning 17 at the time. Um, and she was like, it's not worth it. Like you won't. Like not taking you seriously. No. Um, and she was the women's health specialist at that clinic. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, Babe. Oh my God. Like I was like, okay, great. You know, I'm seeing the person that I should be seeing for this. No. <laughs> That's so disappointing. I know. Um, so yeah. And with the whole lifestyle thing, like they were like, oh, yeah, you need to one of the main symptoms and sort of causes for making it worse is weight gain, which yeah. is why you have to, you know, food, which was, exercise, with body image and health. That's yeah. a great thing to have. Yeah. Right. I was Pressure like, on you. Mm, awesome. <laughs> and so they prescribed me. I don't know if you would have been given the same thing, but I got given um, metformin. I've heard of that, but I can't remember what it is. It's an anti-diabetic medication. That's right. Yep. Which assists with keeping weight off and, like, losing weight more easily. So they actually gave that to you? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I, how'd I'm, it go? Well, I, I'm i really bad at taking my meds regularly. <laughs> 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 I have a terrible memory. Um, but I have noticed a difference. Um, oh, good, okay. I, it's one that you have to take with a meal every once every day. Um and you do not want to take it without a meal because even with a meal, you will get diarrhea for like two weeks straight when you oh first start God. taking it. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. That's really fun. Um, and if you forget to take it every day consistently like me, you have to restart that experience every time you forget. <laughs> so. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, my body's still getting used to that, which is fun. Um, but it has definitely – I don't know if it's due to that, but I've seen – yeah, a definite weight loss since starting it. Um, yeah. Not not a huge amount, not a crazy amount, but 
yeah yep. something um and they also wanted me to see a dietitian they sent me to a dietitian have you have you started that or i went to one appointment i went to my first mm-hmm. appointment and i don't think i'm going back <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What happened? What were they like? Uh, Tell me all about it. They were fine, but it was such a pointless exercise because they did the whole. They, you know, quizzed you like, "What's your typical intake? What do you usually eat on a normal day?" Sort of thing, and I yeah. was like, "Well, for starters, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> it changes." based on what I feel like every other week, um, Mm. I go through phases where I'll eat the same thing every day for six days in a row because I'm just like obsessed with this one thing, which I think is an ADD thing. Um, and then I'll go days where I don't eat a meal for like three days. Like (laughs) I'll just be like grazing, you know, there isn't a normal diet day for me. And I tried my best to be like, okay, this is what I try to get in most of the time, which is like, I eat a lot of spinach, cheese, um, I don't eat a lot of meat, but I'll eat like chicken and fish, that kind of thing. Um, and the only thing that she could tell me was the same shit that you get taught in high school or, you know, your general like health class, which is, you know, you've got to keep up your, um, your good foods and don't eat junk. And, um, oh, and <laughs> so what the only specific thing was low GI foods because that's related to diabetes. Mm. Um, so low GI, like breads and things like that. And I'm like, okay, great. But none of this makes a difference to my day to day life like, yeah. at all. Thanks for wasting my time and money. Yeah. Um, and I know that I get, I guess there's only so much that they can do when you are just a typical person and you don't have like an extreme dietary issue or whatever. But I was mm. like, why am I here? Like, I'm, I'm not here because I have like severe weight gain or loss or, you know, an eating yeah. disorder or anything. I eat like a normal person and. <laughs> well, I, I think, yeah, I think they're probably maybe just trying to check that that is the case, but mm. like, couldn't I have just asked you? I don't yeah, know. That's, so that's weird. what I mean. I was like, I sat here like, for an hour and. <laughs> why not trust? I don't know. It's so strange, but also that's not, I don't think that's true. Like I've been obsessively following PCOS Instagram pages. Yeah. And, I'm not sure. Look, I don't know if that's a reliable source, to be completely honest, but it seems like there's a lot of um, people talking about specific things that you can eat more of, like broccoli is really great for PCOS. Really? Yeah. Um, a lot of people are talking about like their experiences and what foods have they they found. And like not pe- just people, like people in like that work in the medical field, yeah, yeah. like talking about specific things to eat. So I also feel like dietitians don't have enough experience. No. It sounds like on that either. No, it felt like very generic um, a Passover rather than here's the issue you have and we're going to cater the care to yeah. you. Yeah, and also like don't like eat good, not bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not like that. <laughs> okay, I won't eat junk food for the rest of my life. That's yeah, what you're saying. Like, That's not I'm doable. not going to eat any salt. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, that's not even the truth. No. Like, that's not even the truth. No. Um, and it was just uh, the, the appointment itself, I think she was having a bad day because her appointment, she was just chaotic in general. Um, she had double booked herself and whatever else. But, um, but yeah, the information that she gave me was very, very, like, vague, bland, generic, you know. And that's exactly what we need for PCOS. Yeah. Here's the five food groups. More vagueness. Yeah. Go do your homework. It's like, well, I'm here so I don't oh. have to do homework. Are you serious? Yeah, you <laughs> do the degree, not me. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm. And also those appointments are so expensive. Like I got, I got 
I think I got three. I got my first three appointments bulk build. Oh, amazing. If I want. So that one I didn't have to pay for. But that's good. people who do, though, like, yeah. 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 And I think my um my healthcare card isn't valid anymore either, my low-income healthcare card, as of, like, two days ago because yeah. I earn too much now. Yeah. They've decided. Um, and so I don't – I think the medication, like, I went and got my injection just, like, two days ago or yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, it would normally cost me $6. It cost me 35 Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yay. Uh, what I've noticed, it's really can – I, can I swear on this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's really fucking fucked <laughs> is the ultrasound. I have to oh. get a <laughs> checkup, right? Yeah. I have to get a checkup every six months, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it for the past three years, mm-hmm. and each ultrasound is $300, <sighs> and I get – rebate like $70 so 70 how cute how sweet thank you government <laughs> oh my god that is so much money yeah I have to get them every year at this point um yeah and my first one for whatever reason was bulk build I still don't know why because I don't think it should have been but it was um but yeah I don't know what the future ones are gonna nice. be like because yeah especially now that I don't have this healthcare card um $300 mm. oh my god yeah, it's a lot. It's really, really a lot. Yeah, wow. For them to sit there and stick something in you, like you're the one going through the, the experience. Literally, so <laughs> it's so funny, like especially in <laughs> especially when I did it in lockdowns and I was like, man, haven't had sex for so long and it's so sad that <laughs> the only time I'm getting any action is to go in with some random man to stick a stick up me and take my money. This is the worst <laughs> Interaction. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. Stick a stick at me and take my money. <laughs> That's traumatizing. That's- take me out for dinner. Come on. <laughs> hey, baby. What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> what do you want to say to Joe Biden right now? <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> take me out to dinner. <laughs> Oh, um, my God. But yes, it's horrible. It's awful. Oh, man. And the first, because I only had my first one, well, my only one so far for this diagnosis. And I was like, I don't know what the go is here, what the process is. How does this work? And they were like, the dude was like, I'm going to leave the room and you need to get undressed um, and lay under this, like, paper blanket. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> With your legs, like, like you're crossing your legs, but not crossing them. And I'm like, what the fuck? Just say legs up, my man. Yeah, just, just like say stirrups. That. Just give me stirrups. Like. <laughs> Wait, what stirrups? Like, you know how, um, where I think it's mainly in American um, media, um, when they've got like a pregnant woman and she's laying there giving birth and they've got her feet up in things. Oh, yep. Yeah, stirrups. Yep. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Just like, just like, give me like, assume the position. <laughs> yeah, assume the position like you're pushing a baby out. Yeah, <laughs> that's helpful. It's coming out of the same spot, oh. literally. Um, yeah, it was. Um, it's it's such a fun experience. <laughs> Look, I've had fun before. I don't think that's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but past your diagnosis and like surgery and everything which is intense mm. um do you find that now it affects you much day to day 
Honestly, physically, I'm very lucky. Like periods are fine. Mm-hmm. Everything like that is fine. I My category of, of hell with this <laughs> is mental. Like I okay. get really bad anxiety and depression. Mm. Um, I think like especially before my period when my hormones are going off. Yeah. Um, it's very intense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it gets worse around those times. Yep. Yeah. I need a burp. Yeah. Cool. Do it. Oi. Okay. Bless ya. Um, yeah, I, I'm also very lucky, but probably even further so just because I, I, I went back on that injection, so I still don't get my periods at this point. Mm. Um, and it was funny because when I was coming off it, and I went into the doctor to explain this whole thing to them. And I was like, I think I want to investigate at the time still endometriosis. Um, he was like, okay, well, the thing is the treatment for endometriosis is the injection that you're on. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I guess by default it could be considered a treatment for PCOS now too because I'm not, you know, having to experience those those yeah. uh, period cycles. But I think I also got lucky in that I, I have, I've had anxiety issues, but I've never, and it's a miracle considering my background and my history and everything, never mm. had issues with depression. That's really nice. Yeah. It's, it's just really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't question it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just like, yeah, great, sick. I'm just like running through a field of daisies, but also why? <laughs> That's anxiety. Like, why are you exactly. Running? Like, do, am, I, am I actually depressed and just not aware of it? And then the other week I had to get a referral for my next 10 appointments with the therapist. Yeah. And on the referral form, my family doctor, he was like writing through the reasons to continue, you know, uh, subsidized appointments. Um, and he wrote down suspected depression. Suspected. Suspected. And I'm like, interesting. When the fuck have I ever... <laughs> pointed in that direction <laughs> with you in therapy with anyone not once I should be but I'm not and I was like maybe I am maybe <laughs> did, they, did they talk to you about this no like, he just wrote, they it, just down. wrote it down and he, they thought that they were, you wouldn't see it yeah I don't know <laughs> like wouldn't that make you spiral if you also exactly. if you know you have anxiety like, that's, that's what I good. mean it's like I'm have a conversation I'm, yeah I'm like thinking going am I just like really really ignorant to my own emotional well-being <laughs> no that's, that's the thing like there's a this is this is such a interesting part of medicine like bedside manner mm. absolutely so many people lack it like yep. that is just not how you deal with people no Especially, it's not even like rude or nice. Like, no, this is. It's in I think a, that it's should be like, yeah, part of the job. Bad practice. It is bad practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. Especially when you're like treating people with mental health issues, like mm. you don't want them to feel more anxious than they leaving them about they the fact that they are anxious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Want to no. help? You don't want to make it worse. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, yeah. There has to be like. You know how when, like, when you study a subject, you've got, like, your, um, like, key criteria for an assessment? Yeah. They should have, like, a key criteria, and one of them is bedside manner for mental health. Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, my favorites are the mental health plan um, renewal calls or, like, a doctor's yeah. appointments, and they have to politely ask you if you want to kill yourself or not. Oh, my God, really? 
Yeah. And I've had so politely, (laughs) very nice, very calm, calm about it. But you will be surprised. I mean, not, this is not surprising at all. Um, How badly like some people ask that, like in a very rough, rough, rough way. Um, But there's a lot of people that have done it wonderfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like, it's such an, it is such an awkward question. It is, and especially yeah. like with depression, it's like it's complex. Like it's not I I want to kill myself, but it's also like a lot of the time I don't want to be alive. And yeah, you know, I don't want to die. You, I just don't want to be here. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that is so common. And to make you feel like like you're a stressful person mm, to mm. say that, or like that's not that's not an answer option. Because they one time I like I tried to say that, and they were like, "Well, you just got to say yes or no because I've got a call." Um, the emergency, like I've got to call people if, if you're if a you danger do. to yourself. Yeah. And I was like, I understand that, but like, it's not that simple. Yeah. It's not that simple. And yeah, dad did such a, uh, I was telling him about this and he like, like showed it, showed the conversation of how this conversation should go mm. to me in a lot, in a much better way. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's how you should ask that. Mm-hmm. And like other, other doctors, like I've changed doctors um, for this process before and They've done a good job. So, but it's just interesting. Yeah. That's one word yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, I guess kind of on that note as well, my next question kind of leans in in that like uh, in those cases, you kind of have to know how to look after yourself better mm. than they can look after you. You have to kind of prioritize what you think will work for you regardless of advice sometimes. Um, yeah. So have you through any of your experiences, have you learned to sort of prioritize and care for yourself and what, what would you consider self-care for you? So I've just tried to address myself as um, like therapy's helped a lot. Obviously the mental health stuff Mm -hmm. therapy is ideal and antidepressants have been ideal as well. Mm. And I've been on them for like maybe nearly two and a half Two and a half now, more than that, probably three years actually. Um, And also like just treating the physical part of it, like just really trying to stick to exercising, eating well Mm. and and therapy and um, just kind of ticking the boxes off of of what I need. Um, And yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's, that's the best I've been, I've been doing. I really want to go down the dietitian route, but I don't think I need it too much because also, like, again, I just I eat fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see, like, what helps more. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's for the same reasons, they'll probably tell you similar things because I think the, the at least at least the impression I got was that their main concern was um, weight gain because – yeah, Peace. the diabetes thing. Yeah, because PCOS can cause weight gain and then if you gain a lot of weight, it can make the PCOS worse. So it's this yeah. horrible cycle. Um, so, yeah, it was mainly about the, the, the weight thing rather than your actual health, which is yeah. a little bit concerning. Um, yeah. I feel like that kind of lends itself to if you were like like a super sensitive person with like like predisposed to certain things, you could very easily be driven towards an eating disorder type Absolutely. situation. Which like that's so common. Yeah. And I think there could be some caution and sensitivity around that as well. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing is like the pill. 
mm. and how often it's recommended to people with PCOS and like how heavily it's pushed. Okay. I don't know if you've experienced this, but like every well, time I- I've had a checkup, they've been like, so uh, the pill is a great option. Do you want to go on the pill? And I've been like, no, no, every single time. No, 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 no. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. I can't, I can't um, take yeah. the pill even if I wanted to because of the type of migraines I get. It could kill me. <laughs> oh my god! So like that's not even been on the table. So I've avoided that. But yeah, if that's yeah. a thing, like, yeah, dang, like give yeah. me some control, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, right. Autonomous. Literally, I think, and I find it so disrespectful how like they ignore that. Like they just want to push the pill and just not talk about anything else. Is there that's a reason it. why specifically the pill? So, what my surgeon said. Um, is that with like it stops the cysts it stops the small cysts from getting created and so because you know how like yeah polycystic ovary syndrome a lot of cysts show up um, and so the pill stops that from happening so only the bad cysts can grow so like when you so wait stay with me (laughs) You're like looking at my face like, what? You're like, "Uh uh-oh. Isn't that worse? (laughs) That's bad. It's good. You know who it's good for? Uh The people that give you the the ultrasounds so they can see the bad cysts straight away. Right, right. Yeah, so it's not like hiding between other cysts. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. But is that good? So it's, I feel like it just sounds like it's less work for them and more work for me. Yeah. Yeah, with the side effects that it creates as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's a whole other fucking um, can of worms to open is just purely medication and the side effects and the fact that they're completely ignored. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the fact that the pill has more side effects than the vaccine. Yeah. I find it hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anti vaxxers, I'm going to throw hands. Like, get the right? fuck out of here. <laughs> Babe, if you're on the pill, take the vaccine. Yeah, you can handle it. (laughs) Trust me. Oh, my God. Oh, and men, the reason, the whole reason that um, there isn't, there there could be a male version of the pill. Uh Yep, yep, I heard about this. Yeah, but there isn't because in the original studies, uh, the men complained about side effects and so they refused. (laughs) Like, it pains me. No, it physically pains me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so who fucking who. Oh my god, it's oh, it's always it's yeah. always yep. It's I feel like any like I I knew that coming into these sort of topics there was going to be frustration because that's the whole point is you know there's these things that are issues and we need to talk about them and yeah stop them from continuing. But oh my fucking god, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel a lot better talking about it, though. It does suck that, you know, I just wish you could talk about this with literally everyone. Like, I don't want to just be talking about this with women, women or, you know, people that yeah. identify as women. I want to I, I wish that that's the thing. Like, I wish there was more of an opened up conversation in school and mm. in the workplace and like everywhere so that. Like, why can't we call in sick for work if we have really terrible periods or? Yeah. No, like, it's just, it's like, oh, I don't want to know that information. Like, even. Uh, oh, sorry. I have organs. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <oops. laughs> 
that's my fault. My my yeah. bad. Oops. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I um it's funny cuz I've over the years kind of deliberately tried to desensitize myself to these topics in 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 that like I want to become more comfortable in openly talking about them with anyone and not worry about oh that's embarrassing because that's yeah. that's the problem. Um yeah. And it's funny because mum, my mum is a relatively uh, conservative type of person. She's very like keeps to herself. She's quite headstrong and will tell you to fuck off if you're pissing her off. But with stuff more like this, more personal stuff, she's very like, oh, you know, that's keep it to yourself kind of thing. Um, Mm. And over the years, I think she's, we've had multiple conversations where she's kind of said that she's taken a page out of my book after realizing like watching me and the conversations I have and the reactions I have to certain things and stuff. And she's like, Oh wait, that's, she's right. Like that's actually something that she shouldn't have to be embarrassed about, or she shouldn't have to worry about bringing up in public. And, um, and the nipples was a a big one. That was like the, the, um, what's the word? catalyst for a lot of these major conversations was a few years back. I, I stopped wearing bras because I'm able to, some people Hell aren't. Yeah. Um, I stopped because they're uncomfortable. They give me back pain. I ugh, just didn't like them. Didn't need them, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, and so I just stopped and didn't really care much about the response. For the most part, I didn't get one. There was the occasional, Oh, I can see your nipples. And I'm like, Okay, stop looking. Like, <laughs> like, yes, stop looking. Like, also, did I lie? Did I tell you I didn't have any? Yeah, like, what what part of this am I the bad person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. I, yeah. And I went to walk out of the house one day and I was wearing whatever I was wearing, a T-shirt, no bra, and it was hot and it was summer and, and mum pointed out, she's like, are you, what are you wearing? And I'm like, uh, we, you can see what I'm wearing. What do you mean? She's like, go put a bra on. I'm like, no. She's like, why not? I'm like, because it's hot and I don't want to. She's like, people are going to stare. People are going to, you know. And I'm like, they can if they want to. Um, not my problem. <laughs> yeah. And if they make it my problem, then they're going to get something coming to them because, like, yeah. again. Then, um- Tits will be swinging. Yeah, literally, <laughs> physically, just like out there. Yes. Like, <laughs> and I think a large part of it, a large part of me doing that was definitely just because I wanted to kind of be a bit of a rebel and piss people off and be like, <laughs> suck it. But with the intention of, of, of making that point of saying, you know, I should be allowed mm. to do this without being shamed of the fact that I have tits. Like I was born into this world this way. You knew this. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, mom, you were a big part of this. You gave me these, you know, <laughs> um, this is on you. Yeah. This is your fault. Um, and so we had a, like a big tiff about it because she just wouldn't get off my back about putting something on before I left the house. So I mm. went and I put on a sports bra which does fucking nothing <laughs> for like, like if you've ever worn a sports bra with nothing, like without padding or like a proper, you know, structural thing, you can still yeah. see the shape of tits straight through it. You can just see that the, the lining of a bra, which is comfort society somehow. Yeah. 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 Like okay, you can't see my nipples, but you can see the fact that I'm wearing a bra and that makes you feel better. Okay. <laughs> 
Let's unpack that. <laughs> is there? <laughs> Why do you like seeing me imprisoned? Why? Yeah. I'm in a cage. <laughs> Let these titties out, man. Like your Come mama on. has nipples. Like what's the problem? Your mama has nipples. <laughs> That's right. Like my favorite thing about the whole, like that particular conversation with mum that day was I put up a thing on Facebook about it. I put up like this massive rant about uh, policing Mm -hmm. women's bodies and, you know, I should be able to go out and not, you know, worry about that. I shouldn't have to be embarrassed of this. I shouldn't have to blah, 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 blah. Um, And every year in my Facebook memories it comes up and I'm just like, yes, bitch. And I share it again and I'm like, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. I love that. It's Hell my yeah. favorite thing ever. Um, yeah, it's so annoying. Mm. Like, um, whenever I go home to Colac, <gasps> I've said Colac. Everyone knows I've been Colac now. <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, so, yeah, whenever I go home, my parents still live there. And mm. whenever I go home, um, and my sisters are there as well, there is such a, like, like, if you if you've seen me in, in real life, you you know that I uh, I like to dress up and dress down whenever, however I want, uh-huh. and I truly have no filter, physically <laughs> or verbally. Um, it's very hard to control myself to not do what I want to do. <laughs> it's fucking so, fabulous, honestly. <laughs> and so, me being very cute, I wear whatever I want in Colac. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting, like my dad has never also my dad, sisters, everybody in the family, surprisingly not mum. She's she's chaotic, just as chaotic as me. I think that's where <laughs> I get it from. Um, but everybody like feels a bit like Yara, could you please put a shirt on? Yeah. Kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, like there's discussions before I leave the house, and I'm like <laughs> No, no. And then like, this is cool. Like, it's not like, it's not as, you know, as progressive as Melbourne. And I was like, we literally lived in a war zone. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, we literally lived in a war zone. If this is the worst. (laughs) We didn't leave that. So I cannot wear my cute bras in a small country town. That's not why we left the Middle East. That's not why I'm here. <laughs> That's not our mission statement. That's oh not it. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> free Palestine and also free these cities. Free That's the nip- all I'm saying. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God. That comparison, though. Oh. <laughs> it's so silly. Yeah. For, to, yeah. for all the things that you could be worried about. Like all the things. That's what I mean. Like there's so many bigger things in yeah. the world to worry to, to police women on what they're wearing. Like, and also you know we have tits, so why are you making us hide them? Like Stop y- that. you're gonna look at them anyway. Let's be real. Like yeah. <laughs> and also like don't look at me. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know. Oh, Absolutely. The worst argument I've ever heard is like, oh, people that dress like that, like they want to be looked at. Um. No. See, that's another. <laughs> that's such a huge point to the victim blaming like yeah like i i you don't see an eight-year-old running around without a shirt and go oh my god what an attention whore (laughs) well i do but (laughs) (laughs) but that's for a different reason that's because i'm jealous okay (laughs) 
she has more rights than I do right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> she has more rights. <laughs> oh, it's such a true though. Like, oh my god. You don't though. You don't. You don't look at a kid and go mm, nipples. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> if you can control your sight, then yeah, control your sight for adults. Like, leave us alone. Yeah. Must, and yeah. The, and yeah. My favorite thing is when, uh, like, social media, like Facebook in particular and Instagram, the whole like visual censoring of images. Um, you can literally like have a comparison of, like, for uh, example, an overweight man who has, you know a tit versus a woman's breast and they could look identical but as long as one's attached to a dude some bald white guy it's fine (laughs) oh my god but as soon as it's attached to a woman of any kind Mm. nope that's inappropriate that's that's i have a boner you need to take that down you do (laughs) you do and also i find it really funny like on the same on the not the same but you know uh, a neighboring comparison Mm. um i also find it so funny that like when i post music related things they get less attention than me like posting a photo with me with cleavage so clearly society like has a priority yeah wants my titties but doesn't want my titties like (laughs) it is okay no it signals tell me how you want them they they (laughs) they only want your titties when they can control the titties. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> if, if they don't have a say in when and where and how they are visualized. Yeah. Then you problem. don't, you don't get to control this. Who do you think you are? No, my body's not mine. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Why would it be? The cynicism in this is just oozing. <laughs> it slaps you in the face, really. It does, and it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so like ridiculous. It's childish. Like it's just that's exactly it. Yeah, I mean that goes. That's that's the whole therapy thing. But it is like everyone is still kids. You know, there that inner child thing really plays with everyone mm. on all levels. Mm-hmm. If you don't educate those kids inside, you will have grown ass people. Mm. Yep. mistreating everyone. Yep, and oh, I saw. I think it was like a TikTok that I saw the other day. I can't remember mm. her name. She's fucking hilarious. She's an Australian girl and she does she does a lot of like where she recounts her experiences as a barista. Um, I think I've seen um, – do they have short hair? No, no. No. She's blonde. She's Australian. She's got oh, okay. blue eyes um, and she's very sassy. But she had one, one day where she was talking about um, – a guy came in, <clears throat> oh, my God. Um, oh, my God, now I can't remember what I was going to say. Fuck. Take a moment. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, oh, my God, I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. With titties. Um. Titties, swinging titties. Uh, and, then, and then there was... <sighs> That's. <laughs> I hope it comes back to you one oh, day. Oh, ruined! This is <laughs> going to fuck me up for the rest of the day. Um, and I had such a good feeling. I was like, "This is a great story. I'm going to tell that." Not looking forward to a call at midnight, being like, oh, "Yeah, got it." I It'll got be it. like a voice memo, like, "Hey, guess what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, did I find her? Oh. 
TikTok? I did. I found her, but I don't know which video it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Emily Grosser is her name. Oh. Wait. Oh, no. I don't. <laughs> this is my life. It is. It is. I just, like, this whole ADHD diagnosis has made so yeah, much sense. So was this six? No, the PCOS was six months ago. When was ADHD diagnosed for you? Um, officially only, like, a few weeks ago. Um, but I've been working towards it. Like it, it was basically confirmed. I just didn't have the final, you know, paperwork yeah. kind of thing uh, for the last few months. Um, it's literally why I'm in therapy was because I had to see yeah. a psych to get the diagnosis. Um, and $1,500 plus all of my actual appointments later. Oh, my God. I'm told what I already knew. Um which is quite often the case. <laughs> what a, an incredible theme to yeah. connect all of our experiences yeah, with. Yeah, right? Um, but, yeah, that's, that's it's definitely made a lot of sense. And it was funny because when I was first sort of thinking about it, I actually got the idea from TikTok um, mm. because the algorithm was like, hey, we're going to show you all of these things and you're going to yeah. agree with every single experience. And, by the way, it's ADHD and autism. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. And so I like went to the doctor and I was like, you're going to laugh at me. You're going to think I'm a fucking idiot, but you were right. here's my thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's based off TikTok, but hear me out. Hear but me out. I have grounds, you know? Um, yeah. And I definitely had people laughing at me. Like my best mate, Tom, he, he pissed himself laughing at me when I said that it was because of TikTok. He was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, I mean, TikTok has its faults, but also... It, that, I've heard this from some other people. I have another friend yeah. <laughs> that literally was like, like watched all these TikToks and was like, I think I have ADHD. Yeah, yeah. My friend Maddie, Maddie, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she went through the same thing. Yeah, it was. I was like, this makes too much sense to not yeah. be worth investigating. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think at the end of the day, like, it's amazing that you trusted your gut and, and, and went with it. And, you know, also like, even if you were wrong, what the heck, like, why should you feel yeah, um, like afraid to go and research that mm. and like ha- have an appointment? Like you should never get laughed at for thinking. No. You know, and wanting to know yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. Um, I need to burp again. What is going on? Burp. It's like stuck right there. Um, yeah, but it was it's the, it, on the same wavelength. It's it's trusting your gut about everything. Like if you think mm. something is up, especially like with my whole thing with not being told not to bother about investigating my physical health. Yeah. Like trust your gut, push push for yourself that you're the only one who can. Like Yeah, what I don't understand like is why do we get gaslit about mm. the symptoms that we're telling you about yeah. like yes I don't have a medical degree I could never put a name to this to all collectively what these symptoms mean but I can tell you what I'm feeling mm. and I need you to not like I feel like I have to prove the feelings exactly to them. yeah and like how do, would I do that yeah yeah <laughs> you know and, what if oh. I could and even past that like I have um a few years ago I got oh fuck how four or five years ago I got glandular fever while I was on a trip oh, no. in Sydney yeah um, and I don't know what the usual experience of that is, but mine was fucked. Um, I was in Sydney at the time. I was stuck on this like youth summit thing. I didn't know anyone there. I was incredibly uncomfortable and stressed. It was a camping summit for like a week. 
and I started mm. getting this really severe back pain and I was like, oh, it's probably just because I'm really like tense and anxious because I've been, you know, physically stressed and stuff. Um, I'll be fine. I'll pop a couple painkillers. We go home tomorrow. I'll be sweet. Mm. Um, and then on the very last day I was sitting in this like final assembly where everyone was doing their like last, you know, goodbyes and thanks for coming and whatever. And we sat there for about <laughs> an hour um, and I was in so much pain that I was silently bawling my fucking eyes out, like hysterically crying, but like silently because I didn't want to disturb everyone. Um, oh, no. Yeah, because I was like, if I can just get through the rest of the day, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll get awful. home. I'll be fine. Um, one of the like facilitators saw me from the aisle of the seats and came over to check on me and I like I couldn't breathe properly because the pain was so bad like I was just ridiculous they had the medic come over and he walked me through some breathing exercises try and get me back to normal and he carried my bag back to the bus for me and they got me some painkillers and some water and whatever got home found out it was glandular fever and ever since then I have had that reoccurring back pain Every, oh my God. it was like every six months, at, oh, every three months at the start and then every six months and now it's every now and then. But it's this like horrendous, severe, like my back is on fire, ache, back pain across my ribs and up. And every single time I have gone to a doctor or a nurse or someone about it, I'm like, I've got this really bad pain and it's reoccurring and I think it's a chronic thing because it just keeps happening and it's the exact same as this thing and I've done my research and glandular fever often causes chronic fatigue and chronic pain yeah. issues. Like that's proven. I was like, yeah. I think this is a thing. I think I'm struggling with this. Can you like uh, medicate me or, you know, work me through something? And they told me they refused medication. Every single time I've been to a different person, they've refused medication because whenever I can physically make it to the doctor, I'm not experiencing the pain. Oh, my God. But I can't, when I do have the pain, I can't leave the fucking bed. Like, I'm in so like, much. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. And so they don't believe me and they, uh, one, one place in Melbourne legitimately thought that I was just drug bussing and they were like, we're not going to give you anything. You're clearly just here for meds. I'm like, I am here for meds because I have a because fucking issue. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you? Huh? <laughs> um, and I still haven't been able to get anything for it. That's so judgmental. Yeah. The closest I got was I got referred to a, uh, like a physical therapist kind of person. There's another name for it. Um, Mm. they're like, you need to, you need to like learn some stretches is basically what they told me. They were like, he'll teach you some (laughs) stretches and like, and ways to like better your posture and stuff to prevent this, this pain from occurring. And I was like, it's not my fucking posture. (laughs) It's not, I can't explain to you how much this is not about my posture. (laughs) That's awful. And like, even now my back is quite sore. Um, And it's, there is no single day at this point where I don't have at least a little bit of pain. Oh my God. Um, But it's as with most people who experience chronic pain and chronic, you know, body issues, you, there's a certain level of pain that you just get used to. And so everyone goes, oh, well, then it must not be that bad. I can't imagine that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) You don't. That's not how this works. (laughs) No. Just because it's bad for a long period of time doesn't mean that it's not bad anymore. No, exactly. Like one plus one doesn't equal five. What do you mean? (laughs) 
Yeah. If I'm telling you it's bad, it's fucking bad. And I I know that there are a lot of people out there who will lie to get medications and things like that. And I get that they need to, you know, keep an eye out for that. But if I am consistently coming to you over a period of four years with the same symptoms and the same story, maybe something's up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and that's, I'm so sorry that's happened to you. That's really fucked. Well, yeah, and it's just another example of not being taken seriously by medical professionals. Yeah, and and having to prove that you're experiencing something. How else the fuck? How, they oh, the thing that pissed me off the most. They made me do an X-ray. Okay. For a muscle issue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm not the smartest egg in the carton, but like I feel like extras are for bones. They are. They are. Step one, yes. Like, oh my god. Um, and I had pain at the time, and they were like, "Okay, we want to do an X-ray to see if we can, you know, see anything going on." And I'm like, "You're not going to see. I'm telling you now, you're not going to see anything. You would have better luck doing like maybe an MRI or something that's going to show up muscle inflammation." I don't know which one it would be, but there's one of them. Um, An x-ray is not going to show you what I'm experiencing. It's not going to give you any kind of inkling as to what I'm telling you about. And lo and behold, um, (laughs) it didn't. (laughs) They're like, there's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Bing bong. Um, Bing bong. You are correct. (laughs) But like after, even when they did that x-ray, they were just like, oh, yeah, there's nothing there. Yes. Yes. Well, next yes. Step? I could have told you that. What's the next thing to do here? <laughs> like, oh my god. Nothing. They have nothing for me. Um, and so I've had to. The first time it happened when I first got the the pain, the very first time I had to self medicate before I could see anyone about it, I popped my endone for the first time. Oh my god. The endone that I was given for my period pain that then no longer existed because she I didn't came get my period. Handy. She yeah. did. But I it was the most ridiculous story. <laughs> I was seeing when I got back from Sydney, I had to stay at my boyfriend at the time's house for another night before I could go home to Bendigo from Melbourne. We were sharing a single bed. I was oh in no. severe pain in Melbourne in a share apartment. Um one of the bedrooms was taken by this Chinese guy who barely spoke English and it was about four in the morning and I still hadn't slept and I was like silently crying to myself because I was in pain and I was like debating whether or not to take my endone because I hadn't before. I didn't know what it would be like. I didn't know if it would have some sort of side effects or whatever. Mm. And then I just went, fuck it. Nothing could be worse than this right now. Um, I got up in my underwear sat on the kitchen floor in this share apartment at four in the morning crying, popping pills, and this Chinese guy hears me wailing and he sticks his head out the door, sees me, shuts the door. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how most men process emotions. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) And I remember, I so vividly remember sitting there, looking up at him, like we made eye contact. Oh, my God. Sitting there, looking up at him when he opened the door. He shut the door and I remember, like, internally pissing myself laughing because I knew how ridiculous I looked at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in so much pain that I was it's like... like a, it's like a... Oh, oh. Exactly, that's... Yes. 
<laughs> and, and I was in my underwear and everything, and he's just like, oh. what the fuck have I walked into? Jesus. He literally, literally said, child, anyways. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I am not dealing with that right now. Boundaries. No. That's my boundary. You are here like a yeah. that yeah. boundary down, down and, on the floor. And I never spoke to the man again. He made sure of that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Oh, he is strong as steel. <laughs> I appreciate okay. it. I respect it. I couldn't uh, do that myself, but I respect it. I mean, it. I don't. That's awful. No. <laughs> Have some empathy. Goddamn. Oh, my That's God. so mean. Oh, you want to talk about a lack of empathy? Talk about the ex that was in bed with me and didn't do anything. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wouldn't he at least, like, drive you to the hospital? He d- I didn't drive. We're in the mid- city centre. Call a great Uber. <laughs> like, there's ways. Yeah, there's things to do here. Call the ambulance, yeah. you know? Yeah, nah, none like, of that. That's, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. That's why he's your ex. Oh, there's plenty of more reasons. Other reasons? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. That's fantastic. Not, that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god. Thanks for listening. Part two will be up soon. I'm not 100 percent sure when. Um, but it'll be more of this. We've got more uh, interesting stories, definitely some different stories um more laughs more cynicism more sarcasm and humor as a coping mechanism um i think (laughs) there's going to be a lot of that here um but thanks for listening and keep your eyes peeled for the next part